Welcome to the Happiness Hunter podcast. I'm your host, Fiona Redding. This show will help you navigate life and transform your approach to business with inspiring and practical strategies, tools, and insights to teach you how to shift your mindset and achieve life integration to show up fully in every area of your life today. Hey, it's Fiona here, and welcome back to this episode of the podcast. Today, I want to talk with you about creative visualization. Now, you might know this as creating a vision board, and a vision board is one tool that we can use when we're doing creative visualization. So I'm going to talk to you about the process of creative visualization, what it is and how it works, and how you can start to introduce more of a visualization practice in your life to help you really start to get clear on the type of person that you want to be and what you want for the experience of your life, what you'd like to be, do and have, so that when you're clear about it, you can start to then think about it and picture it in a much more solid and grounded way. So the idea of visualization is that essentially our minds think in images It doesn't think in words. So this is a really cool little technique my teacher shared with us in a class one night. So what I want you to do, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to just think about your bedroom, say for example, and just be in your room. You can be inside your room. You can be looking down on your room. It doesn't really matter, but being aware of your bedroom And being aware of what's in your room, so, you know, you might have your bed there, you might have bedside tables there, cupboard, there might be a lamp, books next to the bookshelf, clothes on the bed, clothes on the floor. What is in that room? I just want you to look around the room and become aware of it. And now what I want you to think about is when you were in your bedroom, were you looking at things as the word that they were, like bed, written as bed, Or were you looking at your bed as a physical object with a doona cover on it, pillows, rugs, blankets, the cat might have been lying on it. When we think about things, this is a really good example to say, when we think about things, we do not think about them in words, we think about them in images. So when I say to you, your bedroom, your brain, your mind doesn't think about the word bedroom, B-E-D-R-O-O-M. It actually thinks about your bedroom as in terms of the objects that are within it. And as you were thinking about your bedroom, it would have conjured up some emotions for you, some feelings for you. You might have also wanted to just jump back into bed or think about, yeah, I actually really want to read that book or I love my bedroom. It makes me feel so cozy or I want to get the carpet redone or whatever. So when you were looking at that image in your mind, it would have created also a bit of an emotional state with you. So you wouldn't have been looking at that image dispassionately or with no emotion to it. There would have been some kind of feeling around that as well. So when you read the word bedroom, you don't read the word bedroom. You read a visual image, like a visual symbol or a representation of what that word actually means. So we think in images. We read in images. So what happens when we're starting to introduce some kind of creative visualization process into our life, a a conscious creative visualization process, recognizing that if we are thinking in images, we're already using this process of visualization 
maybe not as consciously as we would like. So we're already using the the concept of images in our mind or visualization to create whatever it is that we are creating in our lives, but we're probably not doing it with any real conscious awareness. So what we want to do when we start to be creatively visualizing is that we're actually starting to become an artist almost, if you'd like, in our life. Like there is a lot of, there is an element of being creative within this to help us get clear about what it is like to really map out that picture of what it is that we would like or want for our lives and it also enables us to get really clear about what it looks like so that when we start to think about you know what we want for our lives we've got a we've already kind of directed our mind and the images in our mind that we want to start to realize or achieve in our lives So when people talk about creating a vision board, and often you think about this as, oh, I want to have a yacht or a house or this holiday, or, you know, I want to achieve something in my life or what have you, is that once we've started to create a vision for it, a visual representation of what it is that we might like, then our mind gets to work in a different way of looking for the opportunities or looking for the reasons why that that is now the truth. Because remember, we get to direct the thinking of our mind. We get to direct how we experience life through how we allow ourselves to be thinking and how conscious we are, how how much in the present moment we are with our thinking. And we're not just letting those images in our mind pop up on autopilot. When we can start to be a little bit more directive of those things and a little bit more clear on those things and recognizing that what we want might not already be an existing image in our mind, but we need to create it and we need to start to really build some desire and some emotion around that because remember, that's what the law of attraction responds to. And we need to take some action. We start taking different action towards its realization. And what I've shared with you on many other episodes and you might even want to go back and listen to the episode on my major definite purpose but what happens when we start to create the vision or creatively visualize what it is that we want for our life now this could be how we are showing up in our lives so we could start to create a a vision of the outcome of what living a values-based life might look like for us. And we can do this as well. Remember, it doesn't actually just have to be a vision board, although they are incredibly powerful. You can just start to creatively visualize in your mind. And often you'll be taken through a guided meditation with this as well anyway. Like this is a kind of a visualization process in a meditation that you take yourself to a waterfall and you feel the water coming down your body and stuff. Like you're not seeing the word waterfall or water when you're doing that. You're actually able to be at that waterfall and some people can't see fully the visual picture like it's taken me a long time to train my mind to be able to do that and I'm better than I was but I'm still not some people can see in full technicolor rainbows that's not part of my experience but I can still direct the thinking of my mind to to see those images even though I might not be able to see them directly so it's not about being perfect at it and I get to see things it's about recognizing it's an important process that we need to take our minds through if we want to change the experience of our lives but of course what happens when we 
get really clear about what it is that we do want and we create the images around that and that's and build a sense of excitement and feeling and emotion around that then we start to see you know what goals we need to be setting we need to maybe make a bit of a plan and what happens is that we then start to understand what it is that's holding us back from being able to achieve that so what are the beliefs that we've got in play what are the way we think? What are our existing behaviours that are preventing that vision from manifesting for us in our lives? And that's where we can start to do the work. And as I've talked to you many times before, that is the work of the happiness hunter. This process that we go through is part of the happiness hunter framework, you know, visualisation and then actually going, well, hang on a minute. Why is, why is what I want not going to be able to materialise? And then starting to do some work around those limiting thoughts and beliefs that you have around that. But if you're not clear about what it is that you want in the first place and you're not starting to program your mind with different images about what it is that you want, then nothing is going to change for you because that feeling, the thoughts and the feelings and the vision, the images that you've got created at the moment around what is going on for you in your life are based on your old program. So if you want the outcome of your life to change and the experience of your life to change, you need to start changing what's actually going on in the TV screen or the movie screen, if you like, of your mind. So what starts to happen when you start to become the sort of the conscious image maker in your own life is that you'll start to look for opportunities and see things and appreciate things as they are happening towards the manifestation of what it is that you're truly desiring. And so this is where we start to really accept and appreciate the process of our lives, like the journey of our lives, recognizing that for those things to manifest, we need to become the person for whom those things have manifested. So it's not ever going to be about their manifestation or their realization that necessarily makes us happy. It's about the journey or the the happiness that we've found along the way where we've been living in the present moment, where we've been appreciating what we've got in our life, where we're feeling excited and hopeful about what's coming next, regardless of what's actually going on for us at the moment. And also to recognizing this creative visualization process often needs to be formed out of contrast. So, and always knowing as is, is, has been quite challenging at times, but always knowing that, okay, well, this is exactly where I am right now because where I am now is where I am now and where I am now is perfect. I am exactly where I am for a reason in my life. There is something here for me to learn or to understand if I choose to allow myself to experience it in that way. And so, you know, from that contrast is actually like, okay, so what is it that I really want to be focusing and need to be focusing on right now? And I had you know, suggestion to create a vision board. And I thought, okay, I'm going to, I love creating vision boards. I've been creating them for years and I find them an incredibly useful tool to help me get really clear about what it is that I want or need or desire in my life. And to kind of drill down a little bit into what that actually looks like, because if I'm not clear about the vision, then how can I set any kind of goals to help me realize them? And how do I then take action on a plan? And then how do I realize where I'm not taking action or why I'm not taking action and then start to do some work around that? Like how can any of those things, how can any of that process actually take place? And I was creating a vision board last week with my girlfriend, M, and 
as I was doing, I was cutting out heaps of images from a magazine and really sort of thinking, you know, normally I use the seven elements framework, which is where we've, you know, shared that on the seven elements episode where we, you know, our vision is actually formed up of our fitness, our family, our friends, our finances, our working and career and our expansion and growth, you know, the things that we do that we don't do that help us feel really deeply fulfilled in life and kind of add that extra layer of sunshine in our life. And so I'm sort of thinking about my life across all of these different elements and where I, you know, would like to see some change or some improvement or where I would like to see things done differently. And as I was putting the actual images together and starting to glue them down onto the the board, what I realised was that on this vision board, I, I really actually only had two areas of focus that I wanted to be focusing on because other areas of my life were ticking over. I was still quite clear about what was going on and I didn't feel the need like often I've done ones that are really business heavy sometimes they've been very family oriented sometimes they've been much more about my my inner growth that sort of thing and it doesn't really matter but as I was kind of putting the the vision of this the, the, I guess the the the, the work of art, shall we call it together, about, you know, where I wanted my focus to be over the next few months of my life. There was two areas that came up, which were, of course, both linked. One was about, you know, owning my own home and having my own place to live in and what that might look like and how that made me feel to have that space. And the other one was about allowing money and allowing myself to save money and creating the, the vision of my life that was a person who allowed in, attracted a lot of money, was able to save a lot of money, was obviously able to use this house to buy money and to really get that sense of that feeling for myself about rock solid stability, having a really solid base and being in a position where I was solid in both of those areas of my life so that I could create that new reality and visualize that reality. And so I was meditating on the vision board the following day And I really had this sense of how solid it was and how much clarity I had around it. And I felt the power in it. And so in my meditation, I was then able to take myself on a tour through my house, visualize my bank accounts, visualize myself working and getting paid, you know, all of those things that are going to help that become my reality. Because in my mind, remember things, our reality becomes in our mind. Our life begins in our mind. When I can start to see and feel and completely own that picture of my life in my mind, it is then going to start to manifest into my reality. And as has been discovered over the last few days, the areas that for me are going to prevent that from happening in terms of my existing thought belief system have been flushed out and have come to the surface. So, you know, again, it's things like this is what came up for me, not really liking myself very much, not valuing myself very much, not feeling worthy, all of those things, that false self that we have that is formed in our childhood that dictates how our program runs. We need to understand what that is. We need to kind of expose that and uncover that for us to then be able to say, well, actually that's not true and I'm going to challenge that and I'm going to change that. And the more that we can do that, the less power that program has. But until that program has been fully exposed, we're not going to be able to see it and we're not going to be understand how it is that that program is derailing us in our lives and what we need to do to fix it. But if we don't have a vision of what we want for our life and we're not creatively kind of creating that, then how are we ever going to have this stuff exposed that the 
the belief systems and the programs that we've got going on that are preventing that from happening. So the process of creative visualization, of creating a vision for your life, of who you want to be, how you want to be, what you want for the experience of your life, what you'd like, what you'd need, what you desire, you be, do, have... Without creating that and getting really clear on what it is that you want for your life, regardless of where you are now, but perhaps using where you are now as your contrast for what you would like instead. So I'm not this, what do I want instead? We're not going to be able to start to become more aware of and start to unpack and expose those thoughts and beliefs that are stopping us from living the life of our dreams. So the hot tip for you today, really start visualizing, get very creative about what it is you would like for the experience of your life. Create a vision board, put pictures on your phone, put pictures on your fridge. You know, I've um, I've got photos on my fridge about my new car. I've got photos on my fridge about a really fit and toned body. You know, so it just reminds me when I'm going to the fridge. Oh, okay. That's what I'm looking. That's how I, that's how I visualize myself. You know, so if I'm that person, what sort of food choices am I going to make, for example? So just understanding if I'm a person that's saving money, I'm going to start making different. If I have this vision of myself as a person that saves money, I'm going to start making different choices when I go to spend money because that spending money might not actually relate to this idea of I'm a saver and I'm really good with my money, which has been represented in images on my vision board. So that's my hot tip for you today is maybe think about what it is that you would like for your life. Start to grab a really clear image of that in your mind and have a think about what you can do to solidify that image, to make that image more real so that you can look at it and see it and it's getting mirrored back to your mind on a daily basis. And I hope that you go well with that. I will look forward to speaking to you next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, Make sure you subscribe through your favorite podcatcher so you don't miss a future episode and please feel free to leave a rating or a review.